What up, world? It's your past first point guard and Blazer beat writer Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is a very special one. I'm joined by Sean Keane and Joey Devine of Roundball Rock, the only basketball podcast on the internet. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us, Mike. Yeah. I'm Joey. That other voice is Sean, just for your listeners. I know that can, can be confusing. But yeah, thanks for having us, Mike. Yeah, I should have done uh, the individual. Big fans. I should have I should have done the individual uh, uh, introduction, not the group, not the collective introduction. My apologies. <laughs> no, that's not on you at all. That's uh, just, that. Yeah, go ahead, Sean. I was just saying we're we're used to just talking at the same time. So yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the only... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I host a solo podcast. I just I don't have to introduce anyone. I just ramble for 20 <laughs> minutes and then I'm like, OK, thanks for listening, everyone. Appreciate y'all like and subscribe. Let's. We're going to talk about the Trailblazers. Maybe not um, your core competency, despite Roundball Rock being maybe the most popular basketball podcast in Portland for some reason. Very regionally popular. <laughs> it is very regionally popular, which is strange because we're not exactly nice to the Blazers. I would say typically, typically rude about the Blazers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Even though, and it's like it's out of affection because we do really like Dame, and we both like the city of Portland a lot. But I think it's like the selection bias of knowing that, that, that like we're, we feel like we're constantly provoked, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, also, they were bad all year and had Hassan Whiteside. Like what? It, there's yeah. there's only so much you can do. Yeah. And actually, we tend to the only we're pretty much on board with a lot of the feelings that Blazers have about their players. We're a little nicer about uh raymond felton's struggles with his weight mm -hmm. but uh say. otherwise we like like blazers fans also hate hassan whites right <laughs> yeah yeah i think typically that's the typical <laughs> fan is they also don't care for his stylings uh we kind of like myers leonard the way that you like like a big dumb dog you know that's like so enthusiastic and like can't really ca determine where a ball is if you fake it once but, but you still kind of love him. Yeah, but always yeah. he's always excited. Always. I just want him yeah. to quit basketball and finally become a professional Call of Duty player. I mean, that's my number one Myers. Joey, Clock's he's got to work on the lifestyle brand. Yeah. He's he's an apparel manufacturer first, a basketball player second, and a Call of Duty streamer third. Yeah, and I mean, you know, these guys got a plan for for post retirement, and you got to he's he can stream you know, 12, 15, 16 hours a day after he turns 37. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's talk about the Portland Trailblazers. Um, for my listeners that don't know, Sean and Joey are Warriors fans, and I don't mean like the, the person that you hate who is a Warriors fan who has a Kevin Durant jersey. I mean like Vontigo Cummings, Mookie Blaylock, Bobby Sura, Troy Murphy Warriors fans, like true suffering, exactly. true yeah. suffering yes. Warriors so fans. We are suffering. In fact... I would say that, at least for me, I can't really speak for Sean, but um, in this respect, but uh, I'm so I have Stockholm syndrome from the bad warriors to the point where I missed the suffering while they were winning. Uh, I was like, I just want to root for a team that uh, has the the 18th pick in the draft. <laughs> Yeah, well, unfortunately, they were like they went the other way. They're super bad, and now you have to worry about high draft picks. Yeah, which as a Warriors fan has never gone well. So yeah. I'm very excited about that. 
Yeah, I, I mean, have... it's not Portland level not going well, but it's close. <laughs> have the Blazers um... ever had a high draft pick that didn't work out? Um, I can't yeah, imagine. Oh, yeah. that I can't imagine. Before. Yeah, no, no yeah I don't. Never. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> There's <laughs> definitely not a a long time uh, pirate curse placed on uh, the ACLs of everyone drafted above number five with the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I'm not familiar with that curse either. <laughs> but okay, so in the spirit of being Warriors fans, longtime Warriors fans, and understanding sort of the plight of being middling to bad the Blazers are probably better than the Warriors of your youth um, but they're certainly not uh, anywhere near the Warriors of the last half decade and I want to ask you is CJ McCollum Warriors starting shooting guard is he just Monte Ellis with a vineyard Ooh, oh um, no <laughs> uh, and Blazers fans are going to be mad at me for saying this but uh because Monte Ellis was cool. Uh, <laughs> C.J. Watson is probably a better basketball player than Monte Ellis, uh, although it's close. But Monte Ellis uh, said things like, uh, the only two-guard better than me in the league is uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, he also While playing said, against Dwayne Wade, so shout out to your boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he also one time said... Uh, I'm a Warriors for life. Uh, that was very funny when he kept the... Uh, but CJ McCollum tries too hard and is a fucking dork. Um, he he and, does have a lot of... I know that he was nominated as most likely to be Young Sheldon on, uh, he was, on Round he Ball Rock. He is the NBA's Young Sheldon on <laughs> Round Ball Rock. Um, but he's... I've actually... I'm coming around on CJ and the Blazers a little bit lately because I knew you were going to ask this question and I was thinking about it because the Warriors traded Monte Ellis for Andrew Bogut. One of the wackest dudes imaginable. Yeah, and I wouldn't wish that on uh, Blazers fans at all, having to then root for trade an insanely cool player for Andrew fucking Bogut, who, you know... Went to a Jordan Peterson lecture with uh, a certain athletic beat writer (laughs) (laughs) who's maybe obsessed with uh, ratings because and I guess it's because Jordan Peterson's ratings are so good. Um, He's uh, he's popular in certain circles. I can say that. (laughs) Ultimately, um, I think that Joey and to a lesser extent, me are somewhat uncomfortable just with success in general, like. Like we like Monte Ellis uh, putting up huge numbers. Like I feel like the ultimate Warriors game for me and Joey was the uh, the last game of the season in the 2009 2010 season where uh, the Warriors were playing the Blazers. So I think we're pretty decent that year Yeah, they were uh, with absolutely nothing at stake and also only six healthy players. So um Curry, Monte Ellis, and this guy, Reggie Williams, I think played 48 minutes. And eventually the Warriors had to, like, sub in injured guys because, uh, was it Devin George? Devin George fouled out. So they had to keep, like, putting in guys, like, who were putting their crutches down and checking into the game. And finally, the Blazers just got a technical foul every time Devin George committed another personal foul. (laughs) And they ended up winning. And that was the difference between them uh, getting the pick that became DeMarcus Cousins 
and the pick that became Ekpe Udo. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. like that's like it yeah. like like a heroic individual performance, no defense involved, but also ultimately uh, self defeating. Right, right, and like you know ruining the team at large. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back in the second segment, talk more about trading CJ McCollum in the context of Monte Ellis and two long-suffering Warriors fans. But before we do that, I want to tell my listeners about Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, lost my mojo, or avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple, too. Just go to roman.com slash LockedOnNBA and complete an online visit. Let me repeat that again for you so you don't miss it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right. So we're still chatting here with Joey Devine and Sean Keene of Roundball Rock. When we ended the first segment, we were in the midst of talking about whether it's time for the Blazers to trade CJ McCollum in the lens of two long-suffering Warriors fans who saw the Warriors trade away Monte Ellis. Who better to answer that question than two long-suffering Warriors fans? Sean and Joey, if you've listened to their podcast, Roundball Rock, you know that they're long-suffering Warriors fans. They don't need to prove their credentials, but here on uh, Lockdown Blazers, we'll give them space to do exactly that. Sean and I once were at a game uh, that was late in the season, and we were in a luxury box, which sounds... It was was the last game of the season, probably, Sean? The last game of the season. They were playing uh, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And, uh, well, it was our friend's birthday, and so we bought this, like, luxury... It it ended up being, like, $18 a person to sit in the luxury box, box. which was not full. And the Warriors just played this great game where they uh, they were taking down the mighty thunder. I and believe Joey they came was, back down they, 15, and I was, was something furious. Like Joey was <laughs> angry no the whole time. Why I was Everyone so at this birthday party was like, what a birthday gift. And Joey's like, the only birthday gift is an extra ping pong ball. Um, <laughs> um, but I have to say, like, like, I don't think that Andrew Bogut was really revealed as alt-right until... He'd been on the Warriors for a while. Yeah, he was post championship, oh, post championship, and then it was like, oh wait, maybe this dude's super whack. Yeah, you need Utah, to get up. He said a bunch of uh, like, and not when he was in college coming out. He said a lot of coded racist. Yeah, he things. had this thing yes, when he was on the Bucks that he was like, I wish guys didn't wear so much bling. Bling. Like, yeah, okay, he dude. kept saying bling sarcastically. Yeah. yeah. And it seems it seems more racist than even just a normal average Australian racist. You know, <laughs> like it's a it's a fairly uh I'm not I you know what? I'm not gonna start an international incident between locked on blazers. In Australia, we I have don't Australian want you to get... listeners. Uh, we yeah, have so sure. Patty Mills was there. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Sean, you're you're in trouble. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I also I also am currently uh, 
living right around the corner from his uh, uh, in-laws. Patty so Mills? I could get in trouble, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> keep it low. So I guess the the, the uh, consensus is that for, for vibes reasons, you, the Blazers should not trade Monte Ellis with a vineyard. Yes, I do think, though, they should make him a six-man. That is my opinion. Here's the problem. You need other good players to do that. Well, that's yeah. that's the thing. They need to figure out how to get some wing defenders and then Andre Iguodala his ass. That is my it, I'm just on uh, CJ McCollum. Do the Blazers not have they actually shopped him? They haven't really. No, right? they they're I've not interested never... in it. It's just a, it's a fan base thing. It's always the yeah. question in the fan base is is should they trade him? Shouldn't they? And it's like if they're going to get better, don't they have to do it? And all these things. So it it comes up every basically every off season. We have to have this conversation. I mean, I just I just I hate the idea of trading someone for the sake of trading them. And I mean, he's he's a good player. It's hard to get good players. Right. So if you're not trading him for good players, it's like, what's the point? This is it's been pretty good for Portland. In yeah. the C.J. McCollum era. You know what I mean? Like, it's... You You could be a lot... If they were in the East, they probably would have gone to the conference finals a couple of times already. Um, Sean, I have a... I have a counterpoint to that. What's that? Uh, he does have a podcast. And I am pro yeah, you trading any NBA trade player. anyone with a podcast. podcast. <laughs> That's true. I and mean, I say that as a person who has a podcast... And I say this, people with podcasts are losers. Yeah. Duh. And they do not well, win. <laughs> well, being and I mean, like, look, it's fine for me to have a podcast because what am I doing other times? Things that are even worse than having a podcast. <laughs> but everything CJ does is way cooler than having a podcast, like having a vineyard, playing professional basketball, being rich, like like taking time to record a podcast seems like you're punishing yourself like. I also kind of don't understand why any any wealthy person would be on Twitter, but uh, clearly there's a high from posting that cannot be matched. I mean, the in the Blazers' backcourt had of one of the hottest streaks on Twitter you'll see about what three weeks ago or whatever it was. I'm mean, Dame and mm -hmm. CJ enjoyed the Clippers losing as much as any two people in America. Yeah, I will say. If CJ McCollum marries Jennifer, then I will <laughs> say he should not be traded. For who sure. is actually a Warriors fan? Yeah, right? she was a Warriors fan who was just talking smack, and they brought yeah, her well, to you know they brought they her to, to a game married. like in in Oakland, and she wore Warriors gear. <laughs> you know, Joey's so. an NBA romantic. He believes that CJ should marry Jennifer, and that um. Daniel, Daniel House. House should marry that tester that he yeah. had tryst with in the bubble. I, well, That's the only also, way to reset their karma. Don't forget, Sean, I also thought the Brian Colangelo Twitter story was actually a beautiful romance. A yes, story I, of a wife just loving her husband so much she couldn't help but defend him constantly costs, on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. But I bet I bet it was I bet it was the shirts. That like really ignited her. <laughs> those, she bought him those, those shirts normal with the size weird collars, call, the normal collars, and yeah. Well, I think we've settled the CJ debate. There's no reason to trade him because you might end up with an Andrew Bogut, or you might end up with a bad basketball player, and both of those um, scenarios are bad. They should trade him for an Australian, and that Australian's name is Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons that is right. the only. That is the only Australian I would trade CJ McCollum for currently. Yeah, I who's, think who's, who's rejected his Australian past by completely ditching his accent, and uh, 
and yeah, if they can trade, the if they can trade. If they can just get Ben Simmons for CJ McCollum, I think the future's bright for Portland. Yeah, the problem is now, like as of today, I think uh, Doc Rivers and CJ have beef for that one time that Doc Rivers wouldn't let CJ play when they left him off the active list, and so oh. now, now Doc, you know, now it's they're not going to want to team up and Philly. Well, that 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 beef actually has CJ is a uh, not he's not really he was like a. Uh, an innocent bystander in the real beef that was going on there, though. That was really a Doc Terry uh, Terry beef. A and long, that stretches a long back to George Carl. Yeah, those two Doc gentlemen do George not Carl. care for one another. But yeah. it's 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 because Doc Rivers. Uh, it's because George um, basically got Terry in trouble too by complaining that. Um, Black coaches were getting jobs too quickly, and not Terry Stotts. And poor Terry, Terry Stotts just caught a stray in that one. Oof. And uh, yeah, it's George like yeah, you're a racist boss, very in the wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and Terry, like, I'm sure Doc was mad at Terry, and then Terry like returned fire. But it is it is completely George Carl's fault. Well, I yeah. think Terry doesn't like George Carl anymore either. Uh, burned him on the no. way out. So, you yeah. know, it, he you also know. fired him for no reason. Yeah, yes. they can unite in disliking George Carl together. Yeah. Tar Heel legend That's George Carl. <laughs> well, they have to meet up at the Dugmo Invitational and yeah. uh... <laughs> or, or Pecan Valley in San Antonio, <laughs> a place George Carl once stole a golf club from. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, anyway, that's <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon. You'll learn all about George Carl. Yeah, listen, uh, the, you there's more theft, George Carl takes out drinking there. his problem eating. Uh, we have a, we've, we haven't done it. Okay. So for your listeners, yeah, yeah, please. uh, Portland, in fact, Portland, uh, celebrity, big Corbs, uh, Corbin A. Smith, uh, bird photographer and blogger. I think he's been yeah. a guest on this podcast pr- prior to me, um, hosting it. Cause I don't have guests. I'm lazy. Yeah. Will am from the will am at week. Uh-huh. uh, nice. Uh, dead spin daily beast. The greatest uh, cookie expert in Portland. Yeah. A uh, canard fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had him on our Patreon episodes reading George Carl's book, and we haven't had an episode in about three <laughs> weeks because the chapter we have to talk about is so depressing <laughs> from George Carl's book that none of us want to talk about it. And it's about how, uh, I believe, wasn't Kobe Carl a blazer? I think he might. He have was been in training briefly. camp. Yeah, I actually. Yes. <laughs> I I bet a friend of mine. He was convinced that Kobe Carl was going to make the roster, and I was. I bet the Blazers used to give out free chalupas if they scored a hundred uh, in a game, and I was like, I'll bet you a season's worth of free chalupas that Kobe oh. Carl that Kobe Carl doesn't make the roster, and and he's anyway. never paid up. I'm owed like at least forty chalupas. That is anyway. a straight up mayor's bet you made, Mike. <laughs> The chapter we've been avoiding talking about is all about how George Carl was neglectful, ne- neglectful of Kobe Carl <laughs> and how depressed. It's so depressing. Oh, no. Although in that chapter, he also at one point pays Kobe Carl and his friends $100 to TP Ray Allen's house. Mm-hmm. See, so that's the now, now there is a podcast pitch. If you want to hear that broken down <laughs> for $5 a month, patreon.com slash roundball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take another quick break. Come back in the third segment and talk about Monk, Damien Lloyd's favorite TV show. 
But before we do that, I want to tell my listeners about Built Bar. You know Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar ever. Comes in 18 amazing flavors. All of them are covered in 100% chocolate. It's soft and easy to chew. It's got that candy bar-like quality. If you've tried other protein bars, you know they can be kind of dry or chalky. And that's not what Bill Bar is. Bill Bar is just a delicious protein bar. And look, if the deliciousness hasn't sold you yet, take this for instance. It's good for you. A wonderful option for the health conscious among us. Because it's low calorie, low sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. Take, for instance, the cookies and cream flavor. One of their six new flavors they've launched this year. In a cookies and cream bar, you're going to get 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs. Good and good for you. Get your hands on some of these bars. And to do that, you're going to go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Still a pass for his point guard. Still Mike Richmond. You're still listening to Locked on Blazers, and we're still chatting with Joey Devine and Sean Keane, the host of Round Ball Rock. We talked at length about whether the Blazers should trade CJ McCollum. I think we've concluded, no, there's no reason to. You don't trade good players. Unless you can get good players back, and that might be a struggle. But let's move away from CJ McCollum and into the land of situation comedies. The next question I want to ask you two gentlemen is Blazers point guard Damian Lillard. Damian mm-hmm. Lamont, Ollie Lillard, a native of Oakland, California. His, yep. his favorite television program is Monk. Yep. He said this a bunch. He's, he's, it, it recently, he recently tweeted... Um, retweeted someone asking what's your favorite TV show and he said Monk but he's been on this since 2014 was the earliest um, history I can find of Dame saying he loves Monk the dude earnestly enjoys the television program Monk it's a good show yeah it's for those of you not familiar it is a police procedural comedy I think is the best way to describe Mm -hmm. it yeah Yeah. I would say that's fair Uh, it ran for eight seasons according to my googling from 2002 to 2009 and it stars Tony Shalhoub as the mm-hmm. titular character, Adrian Monk, uh, yeah. a brilliant detective who runs into mishaps because he has obsessive compulsive disorder. Wonderful show, loved by Damian Lillard. Yeah. My question is yeah. Tony Schloob the dream courtside celebrity for the Portland Trailblazers? Yes. Uh, I, interesting. I mean, I think he's I think he's incredible because I, I feel like Blazer fans have tried to talk themselves into Katie Lang as a super fan. She comes to games whereas, is, her, is her best claim to fame. And it's like it just I, I don't feel like she's visible enough or like necessarily, you know, it's and I think Shaloub captures a lot of the Portland spirit. Unfortunately, um, there's one celebrity that I have seen hiking in Los Angeles three separate times, and that is Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub <laughs> loves getting out there with his dogs and walking the hills of Hollywood. There's nothing California. more Portland than yeah, that. Yeah, no, that and, is. Someone and who like, moves to L.A. and hikes is a Portland person. <laughs> yeah, and, like, um, it's too bad because I think he I think he could have um, – maybe maybe there could be, like, a spinoff of Grimm that he could star in. Um, right, right. Like about like like maybe a detective who solves fable related. Well, Stumptown instead. is that show still on? I think Stumptown got axed. 
Oh, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's a hole in the Portland police procedural world. I mean, I know I know he's got to deal with Mrs. Maisel a lot. But other than that, why not chill out in Portland? Malkmus, Shaloub, Lang, <laughs> the triumvirate of, of giant courtside uh, fans. Okay, Stumptown only got axed, though, because... Uh, COVID-19 yeah. delayed the production yeah. so much. It did not get axed because people did not like okay, it. Okay, so Stumptown could conceivably come back in a, yes. in a post-COVID yeah, yeah. world and Jaloub think... could get on there and become the Blazers mm-hmm. courtside fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, I think you have the wrong Monk character, though. The, um, wrong Monk actor, though, that Please. would be the ultimate Blazers courtside fan. Yeah. Uh, I think... I think you need Ted Levine sitting courtside at a Blazers Whoa. game. <laughs> and just like, and just Raymond Felton walks by and he goes, is that a great big fat person? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Ted Levine, he, play, he played Buffalo Bill. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the only thing the I really know him from is that he's Buffalo uh, Bill. But no, he's Monk's, uh, he's he's the police chief on Monk, ah. wearing a fake mustache and a wig. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and... I really think Ted Levine, you know, the star, he's in The Fast and the Furious. He's in Shutter Island. He's in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. But most importantly, he is Buffalo Bill and Leland Stottlemyre on Monk. (laughs) I think he'll bring some real weird edge to what's going on on those Blazers sidelines. Like, imagine, okay, imagine Damian Lillard hits another massive buzzer beater and they all huddle around him, and sitting in the background is Buffalo Bill staring at the camera, yeah, super I mean, hard and weird. That's a pretty good sell. The Blazers do love memes. They're, they're yeah, a meme-heavy exactly. team. <laughs> that I think that's I think that's your monk character, your your uh, monk actor. You want sitting courtside. You want it like Tony Shalhoub. Look, the Blazers have a. Uh, a reputation for being a little soft. You know what I mean? Other than Dame. Uh, I think you you get Buffalo Bill sitting side on the sidelines. People are going to be too afraid. Chuck Chuck, uh, Chuck, and Kenny are going to be too afraid to call them soft or whatever. <laughs> Charles Barkley's Buffalo like the biggest Bill, Blazer fan in America. I know. I forgot. It's not Charles Barkley. It's Shaq. Shaq. Which one of them hates it? It's Shaq. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, uh, I think I think Charles, Charles Barkley hates the Warriors. That's... <laughs> well, Charles Barkley also likes to put the lotion on his own skin. Yeah, he's true. like a very fancy man. He likes pedicures and manicures, so he'd support that. He'd be like, "Yeah, he's talking about hydration." <laughs> oh. I can't wait to get the holes again. Um, um, feel these soft hands. <laughs> <laughs> what better place than to call it a show than with? a Charles Barkley as Hannibal Lecter impression. Thanks so much to Sean and Joey for joining me this week. We'll have more of this interview coming later in the week, so if you enjoyed the comedic stylings of Sean and Joey, check your feed later this week when we talk about Carmelo Anthony and his wine newsletter. You can find Roundball Rock wherever you get podcasts or by visiting patreon.com slash round rock pod patreon.com slash round rock pod do me a favor tell your friends about locked on blazers tell them they can get it wherever they already get podcasts just search locked on blazers we'll be there waiting for you appreciate you listening talk to you soon